Hello and welcome to The Queer XP. I am Eric, your host. I use they pronouns. And today we are returning to Legacy Life Among the Ruins. Um, it has been a minute since y'all have heard from us. So I'm going to have my folks reintroduce themselves, their characters, and their families. Um, I'm going to start with DJ. Hey everyone, this is DJ, pronouns he, him. And I play uh, Moray Shahasta, who uses they, them pronouns. Hi everyone, uh, my name's Connor. I use he, him pronouns, and my character uh, is Nyx, which uh, uses they, them pronouns. Hi, I'm Dakota, or Vision, and I uh, use they, she pronouns, and I play Luna Lata, who uses they, them pronouns. And just to catch, uh, actually, and one of the, if you all can go around again and tell us about your, just remind us of your families. So, because mm. for those folks who are listening, if you remember, Legacy Life Among the Ruins has kind of a twofold character. So you play a family and then you play a character from that family. Um, so DJ, what family are you currently running? Yeah, the Shahasta family are the lawgivers of the waste. So we're really good with weaponry and leadership and not really anything else. <laughs> uh, Connor, what do you got? Uh, my family is the Cultivators of New Flesh, which is a family which believes um, in trying to get back in touch with the earth and uh, basically uh, get more communal with nature. And uh, as a result, my family is a wonderful band of hippies and nomads and uh, just trying to spread good vibes, which is kind of funny in a post-apocalyptic setting. And quite the opposite. Um... Luna Lata hails from the family of the Mechalena, who are stranded aliens who are biomechanical cephalopods wearing nanogel suits. Um, stranded on this planet um, without their technology, and then the um, cataclysm happened, and now they're stuck here. And so that's that's the quick of of our folks. And we have we have one more player um, that is uh, Aruna Iyer, played by MT. Uh, that's part of the Envoy. Uh, MT wasn't able to make this month. And so we are playing in uh, his absence and his family is uh, actually we'll talk about what their family's doing when we get to, to that bit. But to recap everyone who's listening, uh, the last time we played this little group, met MT's character, uh, Aruna, as they brought a giant ship from the sea up to the shoreline and said, hey, y'all, we could use some help. Uh, there was some debate amongst everybody about whether or not they should help, welcome in outsiders, all those fun things. Ultimately, they were like, yeah, we should do this, and then went back to the ship where they found out that one of their other factions, families in the settlement area uh, felt differently. And blew bits of the ship apart. And while it's still floating and 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 stable, uh, it is not seaworthy at the moment. Uh, and Moray um, beheaded uh, the character of Nora, who seemed to be leading, like heading up some of the action at least. Um, I would like to point out that Nyx was definitely helping. 
But you, but you committed, you committed the crime itself. Oh yeah, no, I, I did. I'm totally taking ownership <laughs> of that. I'm just saying I wasn't alone. Um, and and as that was kind of settling down, and everyone thought that everything had kind of ended and was fine, uh, there was word that uh, people settlements were being attacked, and it turned out that this was the moment where uh, Nora Nora's family, the Tyrant Kings were making a power move and had started attacking different settlements. Um, the only one that of everybody's, uh, obviously Aruna's had been attacked the ship. Um, and then Moray and Nyx, both of their settlements had taken some heavy damage. Uh, Luna Lada's family, because they had surpluses in defense, they fared okay. Um, they were able to kind of hold everybody off. So that's where we left everything at the last time, because I ended the session with your shit's on fire and uh, recording. Um, so the way we're going to do this today for this session is we're going to start at, at the biggest picture. And I'm going to have everybody thinking about their families. So you are. We're going to say it's that we, you know, everyone went back you know, the initial kind of round of everyone trying to make these moves and damage everything kind of ended. Um, the Tyrant Kings weren't looking for like a prolonged war per se. Like they weren't coming in and like, I don't know, continuously assaulting. They just wanted to make themselves known. It was a flex. It was a power move that they did. And so it's it's now the next day. People are kind of trying to figure out what's going on. What are we doing? How... How do we manage this? How do we tackle this? And we'll say to, to set the scene, we're going to that, you know, kind of. Big picture, we've got the uh, Mechalena, we've got the Lawgivers of the Wasteland, and we've got the Cultivators of New Flesh. And you all have kind of come together and, and are starting to figure out what are your your next moves. So you have your family sheets uh, and your family moves. Talk a little bit about what what you all are thinking and what, you know, what would your your family be doing or how are you going to be kind of approaching this? Um, so I think as the simplest uh, family here, um, or I guess the most rigid, stuck in their ways, um, the, the Mechalena are already a very insular society and so when attacked um their uh their sort of modus operandi is the hold together so they are going to batten down the hatches even more than they already have they're you know they already say no one really should be leaving the the um sort of compound unless they have to and lunalata um, defies that quite a bit <laughs> um, to go searching for technology and things like that but um, now they're really battening down the hatches and trying to make sure that um, everyone is safe and that means really not doing anything outside of their safe little compound okay and are there any are there any like family moves that feel like they might be either from your sheet or kind of the where's the 
yeah, the hold together um, family move, I think, is is what they would be doing. Okay, I'm getting to my... There they are, family moves, hold together. Um, yeah, so give me a roll plus move. Oh, there it is, yes. Um, well, it, honestly, I don't know why I looked for it. It doesn't matter. I got a 12 oh. on my roll. So, <laughs> all right. So you have a surplus of morale. Um, and on a hit, you're made mostly okay. Um, and then you can choose one of the other, uh, uh one of the other options. So you uh, lose people to harm and or desertion, gain need recruits. Uh, another family or faction came through to help you, give them one treaty on you, um, or the danger hasn't passed so much as it has shifted into something more manageable. Say what that is. Yeah, I would say that the danger hasn't so much passed at this point. It has... Yeah. This attack has essentially reinforced a lot of the very, like, uh, negative beliefs that the Mechalena had about all of the other communities, and so consequently has created a lot of feelings of hostility and unwillingness to be community members with everyone else. So they're really kind of in a pretty negative space. They may have morale, but it's like, you know, um, nationalism. <laughs> it's not good morale. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Um. All right, and Nix or Morang. So the Fahasa family. Um, and because I'm glad you made a comment about uh, nationalism, because I am gonna make a joke about you know martial law. Um, my family is good at weaponry and leadership, and uh, a hit against one or us is a hit against all. And so, while they're they want to use ear to the ground, which is a family uh, move. So I'm looking for uh, information on a target. In this case, the um, pirate kings. Mm -hmm. so let's see if I get any information. Uh, I got a ten. Um, okay. Um, I'm trying to find your character sheet real quick, or your so family I get sheet. three of the following four. So I can either find their lair, who their allies are, how dangerous the gang is, and what or what they're planning. Um, okay. we're on a relatively small island, so I don't really care where their lair is. We could literally find that if, I think if we really wanted to. But I, the family is really keen on like, are there other allies? Are there other families? Is this becoming a rift? is going to lead to some sort of horrifying civil war. Um, we know that the Tyrant Kings are dangerous, but are they, for some reason, more dangerous right now? Have they, has something shifted? Um, and was this a act of random violence because that is what they do? Or is it leading to something bigger? Okay, so you get, so you're asking the, the, the last three questions? Yes. Okay, awesome. Um, so who are their allies? They... They don't have other factions as allies. It is them. But they have been building up power and recruiting people 
from the other factions to kind of coalesce because they they are of the mindset that there is not leadership and somebody really taking charge and running things. And they needed to show everybody an act of strength and power in order to let folks know, like, everyone needs to get in line because clearly we, like, y'all are weak and we are powerful. Um, So how dangerous, so the allies, none other than, like, but I think all of you have noticed you, like, a, at least a couple people have, like, peeled off from your crews and joined with the Tyrant Kings. Um, how dangerous is the gang or how dangerous is this? It's pretty dangerous. Um, while they clearly made some calculated strikes on everybody or attempted to, in the case of Luna Lada and, and their families, um, you feel pretty confident that this is not like the end of them trying to uh, really stake their claim. And then what are they planning? Uh, they they want to run shit. They want to be the ones in control. They were they were no longer on board with the. Council hippie, let's all get along and grow things in the forest and we'll all be fine vibes. And they saw the opportunity to make their move. When this ship showed up and everyone seemed distracted for enough time. Uh, oh. Nix. What are what are you doing or what is your family doing? I was going to say, yeah, because this isn't Nix. This is um, this is the cultivators of a new flesh. Um, I would say because, uh, you know, uh, while while the cultivators might be kind of like more, you know, more like hippies and while they can't really in terms do things like direct actions of violence, they can culminate together. Um, so I think they would do uh, the family move lend aid when your family throws its weight behind another you roll plus treaty with them. So I could, uh, so I'm thinking that the cultivators um, would go, uh, uh, would go meet up with um, mores and the bringers of law and justice to be like, hey, we can't, like, we don't have, we don't, we may not have the same resources as to like to fight back, but we can lend you our strength in terms of either supplies or, um, you know, or, or basically ways to give support. So, you know, if we can help you, you could help us. <laughs> uh okay and which which family because for this role you kind of uh, you need to pick pick one that you're lending aid to d directly uh i'd be i'd be um i'd be lending aid to uh moray's family okay um so. since since uh luna lada's family did not take as much damage as everyone else as they did not take much damage and uh and in, in, in no offense we all we're all here to get along and whatever but they're clearly given some you know given some we're gonna do us vibes so i'm like that's fine you do your own journey we're gonna help each other on our own journey as well we'll mm -hmm. all come together there in the end um so yeah uh i will so i'm just gonna roll this and see what we get Ah, that's an 11. Amazing. Uh, so uh, the cult, the lawgivers have uh, fleeting advantage. So 
I think whatever if the, whatever the next role that uh, they make would would have advantage to it. Cool. Yeah. So that way, especially if they're trying to uncover things or figure out the next move is going to be, uh, we can we can help support them. Um, I mean, and, and obviously, like the big the big question on the radar right now, right, is the tyrant kings. Um, yeah. They are they are not playing around. They are not fucking around about anything. Um, they they are going to do their thing. Um, is there anything specific any family wants to do prior to to honing this back down to like character level? Um, let's see. I do okay. just want to say out loud that Luna Lada's family has one of my favorite moves, and I hope you take advantage of it, which is that you have basically sleeper cells in the other family. <laughs> Oh, it's coming. Don't you worry. <laughs> the the there, you know, there, there's stuff happening. It's not happening yet, but it's happening. Amazing. Uh question for for Eric. Yes. So my doctrine is hired gun. Uh -huh. If the conclave gets together and kind of puts the call out and makes the decision of like we need to like the tyrant kings. Mm -hmm. Um would that take effect because that is me accepting a job to take down a target, i.e. the faction? Yeah, hell yeah, it would. Awesome. Cool. Uh, Nick, what were you going to say? Um, so uh, I don't know if I... So my family has a move that I think might be appropriate for Nick's themselves, but I don't know how that might work. Game wise, my family has a cool move called um, Subterfuge, where your family can infiltrate other factions and can cause shenanigans to occur. Mm -hmm. And one of them is uh, they can sabotage uh, an asset, making it fail at the worst moment possible. Um, and I'm wondering if that's something that like I could roll for possibly nix themselves. I think the, so. The way that because that's a. It's a basic family move, so everyone everyone has the chance to do that. Okay. I was like, like you. I mean, you could, you could decide who went and actually did it, but the okay. role would be to see how well it happens. Okay. Okay. So, are you are you are you making a move? Yeah. Yeah. Why not? All right. Let's 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 get a little subterfuge going. Let's get a little subterfuge going. So give me your two d six plus slight. 2d6 plus sight. You know, I love how I say that before I even uh, say it. Okay, great. We got a whopping zero in uh, <laughs> that, so that will be fine. Okay, that, <laughs> that is a... Wow, okay, that actually worked out. Okay, that is a 10. Okay. Uh, so you can choose one thing that you achieve, so make a resource appear more or less valuable, Cause a scandal within the family factions organization, hide your own movement in an action, uh, or sabotage an asset at the worst possible. I, I love the idea of sabotaging an asset because if they're going to try to come for us again or do an attack of some kind or just some type of general fuckery, I, I'd like the idea that they get a nasty surprise. Okay. Um, Is there anything that you think you would have tried to sabotage? Like anything specific uh, you might have gone after? I think because uh, uh, I think for the tyrants, like because it's such a show of force, 
Um, I, because I don't know how easily they're getting around, I would actually want to try to, I think I'd actually want to try to sabotage like whatever type of transportation that they're doing to try, because, because they're doing like these hit and run style um, attacks on us. Uh, I think I want to disable like whatever their type of transportation is so they can't just easily get away. Um, and then, uh, Lunalata or More, any other big family moves? I just wanted to let you know that, um, so it sounds like we are, we are in agreement to get rid of the Tyrant Kings, which would mean higher guns have take effect, which means I have a surplus of scouts until the Tyrant Kings are done. Amazing. Um, and then don't forget, you also all have things that are uh, needs that you currently have. So uh, Lunalata is in need of morale, leadership, and energy. Moray is in need of recruits, transportation, and defense. And Nix is that your family is in need of progress, barter goods, and medicines. Um, I think we talked about this last time, but those aren't just like something that you don't have that you would love to have. But it is a like, like for Luna Lada, like your group has a lack of leadership and that is a challenge and a problem. And you need to figure out how to have leadership <laughs> um, or how to have morale. <laughs> so we have morale now because of the 12 I rolled on hold fast. Oh, right, right, right. So that moves up. Actually, you move that up to a surplus, right? Yeah, I have a surplus of morale now. But we still have need of the other two things. Okay. Cool. Very, very much so. Very much so. <laughs> well, speak, speaking of which, I think, you know, with talking about like the council voting to um uh to go after the tyrant kings, the Mechalena would not have attended the council. They are again, they're forbidding anyone to go. out or interact with anyone else okay a lot of, of course will so <laughs> not obey that but they will not yeah, yeah so i think what the way we'll kind of actually oh, let me just say was there anything anything else that you all wanted to do at a family level yes more i think that um clocking that the um the mechalina weren't there and knowing that they have defenses and they ended up better and that's what we really need uh we would have sent envoys to try to like see if they'd be willing to give us defenses or things like this even temporarily as we not like in their space but can they help us with this aspect um yeah. are you are you calling in a debt oh jesus um Or yeah, yeah, I am. Okay, cool. Where oh there it is. Okay. Um, and so so you so more you'll roll for your family. Mm -hmm. Um oh actually no, you didn't even roll. You spend a treaty. So you had do you have a treaty over Lunalada's family? Oh, you do you have treaties on everyone. Everyone owes me something. Uh Lunalada, do you have any treaties on More's family? Um, going back to there. Um, yes, we have two on each other. We both have two on each other. Okay, 
so uh so the way that it works mechanically is that Moray will spend a treaty and they can choose one, which is that they gain a plus two on a move uh, that targets them. They take a surplus from you uh, or they get get them to back you up, fall, in, uh, fall into indecision or protect something important. Um, so the getting you to back like back folks up, maybe that's like strong arming you to come to the conclave and like, no, like you need we work. I'm calling calling your family in gotta get your shit together um lunalata you can resist this by spending a treaty to say nah i'm gonna stay home i don't owe you shit so moray has spent a treaty moray what are you what debt are you calling on or what's the request yeah so if I understand it correctly, if I just take their surplus of defenses, like they don't have it, right? So they would, the faction would just no longer have a surplus. So they would not be overflowing with in the same way. They wouldn't be at, they wouldn't, it wouldn't be a need. Okay. But they wouldn't have the surplus. Yeah, the lawgivers would, would take the defenses. Martial uh, law people. Lunalata, your response. Um, trying to think about how they would respond to this. Yeah, they would resist that. Mm -mm. Okay, so Moray, you tried, and Lunalata's family said, "Nah, girl, it's chocolate." Hand you that right. candy bar. They handed you that candy bar. It was not a golden ticket. It was chocolate. All right, I see. Um, but then, so each of you now have spent a treaty off the other. Um, all right. So let's go down character level now and spend some time with our friends and. So we're going to say that the Conclave has has been called. Uh, obviously, the Tyrant Kings have not been invited. And the the Conclave has been called um, kind of secretly. So like everyone received like the fan, like the key people in each family received a message from one of the main fam, like from a, a family saying like, we will be meeting at this uns like secret location basically they like told everyone like we're gonna meet like out in the in the woods <laughs> because like we don't know what what everyone's watching be careful do it under the guise of night um so each of you would have received that request um so at a character level i'm gonna ask each of you if your person is attending um so let's I mean, Moray, I'll, I'll just go around. Moray, is, are you arriving for said conclave? Yes, of course. Okay. Uh, Nyx, are you arriving? Oh, yeah. Uh, Nyx is definitely arriving. Okay. And Lunalata, are you going against the wishes of your faction and are you arriving? 100%. Amazing. So you all get there and 
it's I mean, every like, yes, you know, the the other families are kind of present. It's everyone just looks beat down, like everyone just looks defeated. Everyone looks tired. Um, uh, OK, so there are at this point, there are three other factions aside from the Tyrant Kings. Um, so when you get there, you have uh, Byranics. Who is one of the faction leaders? You have Ortana and you have Jay. Uh, uh, Byronix is uses they them pronouns, Ortana, she, her, and Jay, uh, they, them as well. So two they, them, one she, her. And they, they all just, again, the three of them are kind of beat down. Um, and these aren't, I'm going to say these aren't the normal folks that you've seen in the past from each of these factions, because usually it's kind of like the el like elders or prominent folks. And this is kind of a like, we're sending out like people who can manage themselves if like shit goes down, but also we need to have leadership at our bases effectively because we don't know what's going to happen. So every, all six of you arrive. Um, and the other three are kind of new to this. And so they kind of just do the like. Jake, Jay, like looks at everybody and says, so. Um, yesterday was real bad. And um, we're not doing well. Uh, there weren't any deaths, which was good, um, but our munitions and one of our supply warehouses um, were just utterly ransacked and and destroyed and uh we we don't have anything to kind of defend ourselves moving uh forward so um yeah i don't i was sent here on behalf of my family because they uh were trying to keep everyone from losing their minds at home um and they're also worried that there will be another attack because the tyrant kings have kind of gone quiet after doing this, which feels ominous to me. So, uh, what, what, what should, what should we do? Like they're like, this person is like, they're visibly nervous. They are like sweating. Like they didn't want to be here in this position of leadership. Like they don't want to be here and they don't know what to do. And they're way in over their head. And the other two kind of don't say much right off right off the bat. And they like look to all of you and they're like, you, you all were you, you all were there. When it started. At the ship. Mori will look over at Nyx and Luna Lava, mm -hmm. but then I just kind of fix on like Nyx a little more. I'm like, well. We've had peace. Tentative peace. For a while. And I think that we can get back to that. But only. If a certain family isn't. Welcomed here anymore. Uh, Nick's will, uh, will also respond. Being like, yeah my family's always been about. Peace but. You know it's funny they. 
they always seem to leave out the idea of what needs to be theoretically done to achieve that peace. And I can't speak for the rest of my family, but I can speak for myself that it always feels like waiting for another shoe to drop, as it were. And this is this is what has happened. And I think for us to get back to where we need to, we need to all kind of collaborate and prepare for what needs to get done to make sure we can retain that piece again. And Luna Lada sort of looks at the newcomers and says, I, as these two know, I, I do not attend on behalf of my family. Um, I am here uh, of my own free will, but not of theirs. Um, but they, they have no investment in what you all decide anymore. They have decided to look inward for now. That said, I must agree with Moray that I do not think that our former community members can be trusted. When it comes to what we've now seen of the tyrant kings, they do not seem to be the type of people that would stand by with the idea of diplomacy. And while I can't speak for my family, I can speak for myself that wants to protect my family. The actions that they've shown us is to me what I think what will be happening forward. So in my mind, it's pretty simple. Would we just respond in kind? Basically, Nix is just uh, saying like, hey, don't appreciate the shit that they brought upon us and I'm ready to go to war against them. <laughs> Mari will, will look to Nix and while it is not our preferred method, as they say, uh, fuck around and find out. And then um, she'll, or they'll also look at Lunalata and, and say, as usual, your presence is always welcomed, appreciated, and know that the Shahasa family bears no ill will towards yours. Nix will also pipe up being like, you can't, you can't be blamed for the actions of the rest of your family, but you yourself are uh, are always welcome. And the other three that are standing there, so um, uh, by by Ranix is uh, their their family is the um, uh, so many things to flip through. But their family is uh, the Enclave of the Bygone Lore. Uh, Ortana's is the the uh, Gilded Company of Merchants. And Jay is from the Order of the Titan. And so it's Jay that kind of speaks up first and is like, yeah, yeah, we should. Uh, yeah, we should fuck them up. Uh, and we should do it. We should do it quickly. 
because I think the longer we let them sit around and and uh, regroup or plan or whatever they're doing, uh, the bigger the move they're going to make is. But if we go in immediately and shut it down, I think we could I think we could get get them out of here. And you see him kind of like, or see them kind of, you see them close their eyes just like, they, they almost squint just a little bit and they're like, and I mean, if none of them make it out, so be it. It, it, it seems like it would be pretty beneficial for, for all of us collectively, not just to have that immediate threat, but if they were no longer around, it meant that we might be able to have a, a little bit more uh, breathing room for 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 all of us in our respective families to get back onto this tentative peace train we got going on. Uh, Luna Lotta would kind of look inquisitively at Jay and say, "Did prior to the calamity, did did your people not have a word for that?" Um, Genocide. <laughs> and Lunalata is literally confused by this concept of we will kill every single last one of them. Mori will, will also look at Jay and look at uh, Lunalata and say, my family is more than willing and capable to deal with any who bring arms against us. The young will not be touched. Yeah, and Jay, Jay looks at Luna Lada and just goes, yeah, no, no. I mean, yeah, that's a word. It's a word. That's a big word. Um, I, I more meant um, mostly like I just want to get them out of here and just if they they attacked everybody. They're trying to make a power move and take over this entire island. Like we've all been living peacefully. We haven't hurt anybody. We all thought we were all cool. And they could have hurt a lot of people. And we're giving them a chance to leave. Yeah, and Luna Lada says, ah, ah, yes, that that is much closer to uh, what I um." Uh hypothesized would be the answer and starts writing down in like a little notebook that that's like okay yes this is this is what that they're actually doing i was mistaken <laughs> complete yeah. sidebar i imagine luna lotta asking that question and tilting their like cephalopod head to the side like when a dog like hears something it's like so does this what this means curious little you know 100 <laughs> percent <laughs> Um, so, uh, the other three look at you all and they're like, so how, how do we, how do we do this? Um, Moray, you're, you seem a little bit more, uh, sure of yourself. If it is the will of this conclave for the Jahasta family to take this on, it needs but a vote. And then we would ask any 
assistance that you would be able to provide, however that may look, that would not burden your families, we would welcome. Um, Nix would uh, probably turn to Moray and say something along the lines of, I would try to see if I could get my family's official support, but considering their way of life and their doctrine, that might be a little bit more difficult. If that is not the case, though, considering, as I can see the threat that they are, I could at least give you my personal, uh, uh, I, I could give you my personal, uh, oh my god, why not my job? Sorry. <laughs> um, you could give you could give your word. My word. I could give you my word that uh I myself would be would assist you in uh in any endeavor that we try to partake. Mori will will look and say, and are you not here at this conclave as the representative of your family? Yep. Uh sometimes gotta make gotta make decisions. Uh that's better for my family if we want to achieve that grand vision that they that they want bless them bless their hearts they seem to say um so you see the the other three like all immediately like raising their hands like yeah would no like we're yes i yay Lunalata, what say you, knowing that you cannot speak for your family, but how would you advise to proceed? I, again, can cannot um, commit to anything for my family, um, though I will freely offer my assistance, such as it is, um, to this endeavor. Um, I also will attempt to make any inroads with my family if diplomacy is necessary um, among you to be successful in this endeavor. Thank you, Moray. Or, oh, I'm Moray. Whoop, let's cut that. Uh, thank you. <laughs> thank you, whoever you are. <laughs> thank you, me. <laughs> thank you. I have done it. All I can all I can think of is drag race. Thank you, Vanjie. I just thank myself. <laughs> I I could see Moray in the you know in in their mind, uh, just being like, yeah, yeah, I did do a good job. Yeah, <laughs> I was literally just thinking about the fact that we have cephalopods, and somehow my name sounds like a Moray eel, and I'm like, yeah, we have a lot of water things going on. Uh, uh, I, like, oh, I, have to th I have to thank someone. Thank uh, you. We have a thing. whole like family from the deep on a ship. Like <laughs> it is a lot of water things happening. All right. So, point of clarification. The the question then becomes, what are what is your plan? Oh, yep. Does this count as activating my agent ability? Was it the one where you have like a job? Mark, when you take on a mission to hunt down a dangerous target, the GM will say, uh, give you some special gear that the family gives me to help. All right. Um, why don't you do this? Why don't we decide? I'll say, yes, it's going to be a thing. 
tell me what you all, how are you going to approach this? I want you to like talk this out between mostly the three of you because the other three NPCs are kind of like, we're mm-hmm. on board. <laughs> we'll commit a murder today. Point us in a direction. We will do it. They're like, we're, we're angry, girl. <laughs> I thought you were just going to say, we're angry, girl. Girl, girl. girl I'm girl. angry. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so what what do you like what is your plan to either retaliate against kind of either just flex back drive them out like what are what are you planning to do i mean i kind of like the idea of like trying to drive them out or at the very least try to um take away their power as it were and whether that in whether that's like disruption of like their actual weapons or transportation or even theoretically some of the resources that they have so it's not even so much hey we're gonna we're gonna murder everybody but we like take out either the people in power or like really you know to uh, kneecap their 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 resources so they can't actually do much against us All right, which which kind of sounds like going to like their their little like settlement area and and causing some. I I think a fun infiltration mission could be could be cute. <laughs> Lots of subterfuge. Yeah, um, that whole subterfuge thing. I was talking about, and also you know we could theoretically, or at the very least, Nix. You know, I don't want to speak for the others, but that that way, if things go bad, it could be like no. I did this on my own accord. This is nothing like my my family doesn't even know I'm here. Oh, it, it's going to be obvious that if they find me, <laughs> I only do things with the direct, explicit things for my family. Now I'm just imagining <laughs> we're, we're captured and like it's like, oh, they're in trouble. It's like they don't even know I'm here. And then Maury's like, oh, yeah, they fully know. Like I got a signed document and everything. <laughs> I have my like the hit list. I have the like... <laughs> Maury's like, I've been live tweeting the entire time. <laughs> so, smile, you're like you're on a TikTok live. Um all right. So if you're going to try like your your plan is to go to their their little area, damage some resources, make it untenable for them. I mean, I know it's like hard for them to like. I think one reality is like you're you're on a very large island. So like where where are you make gonna make them go? Just swim a bit, see where it takes them. Is there there is a way on the island, correct? Or oh yeah, I think we said probably like small boats and things. Yeah. Yeah. Start rowing. Start rowing. <laughs> <laughs> um that also makes sense if we're doing more of a sneaky infiltration system uh the scouts that i would get my family would get yeah. uh that that makes more sense than barter goods we're not paying them off we're making it a hostile yeah um all right let's let's go on a sneaky stealth mission what item do i get um yeah you'd like an item let me look and see let me find the gear in here 
This here. is literally the, what my family does. So I'm like, these are the only things I do. Um, Your family's like, do I get cool loot? Okay, let's do it. So what kind of, like, are you, so, like, you got, uh, two, we got armor, we've got outfits, we've got vehicles, devices, um, your list is odd. So, knowing that my family has a surplus of weaponry, mm -hmm. I would probably say some sort of unique weapon or if there is armor or something like something the as much as i'd like to say like yes devices and all that like we don't have tech. yeah so yeah trying to play um, into what i have let me see i will say you i'll give you a um a silent sniper rifle well that oh, damn cool. <laughs> okay. I mean, you already have a surplus of weapons, so I feel like, yeah, you they I, realistically, I think you were given a like sniper rifle, and you already had like you had attachments you collected up to mod what, it out a little bit. What's funny is Moray's already like distributed uh, has like already shown to us in previous episodes, being like, I don't, I don't, I don't enjoy bringing violence unless it's called upon me. But the way that Mar seems to keep getting cool weapons and casually murdering i'm just imagining like just snipering people and just be like oh i can't believe it came to this <laughs> i'm sorry bang i'm sorry bang. i'm sorry bang. but from like 500 yards away right. where they definitely <laughs> cannot hear you oh no that's just for moray that's just Bye. for me <laughs> all right so it is evening hours because that's when y'all got together was in the kind of early evening to do this little enclave. Um, and I think for, I think for just kind of general storytelling and, and whatnot, I'm going to say that the three of you are the three that are kind of heading in and there will be like some side support from the other three family folks that are, like Jay might be the only one that's kind of like would be good at some of this. The other two are kind of like, yeah, vibes. Uh, Jay is uh, with the Order of the Titan, yeah. correct? Okay. Could could we have like Jay as like emergency, like if things go bad, like hey, get get in your big robot and cause the distraction. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, I think that'll work. Okay. And the other two could be lookouts at outside. So if things shit goes sideways, they can try to get back to the family. Is to be like, did not work. Repeat, did not work. Yeah. So I think at this point, so you all, I'm gonna say you all have kind of made your way toward the settlement. I'm gonna have one of you we'll call one of you a, the leader of this little motley crew and i'm gonna have you roll forge a path so when you find a way across a precarious or dangerous terrain and i think it's gonna be that you're finding yourself a, across a precarious terrain in that <laughs> you're trying to not be spotted you're trying to not be in danger um so I feel like 
I feel like Moray is likely the one that's like leading the charge. So give me a forge a path roll. Plus force with that? Yes, plus force. I love that uh, I have a silent sniper rifle, but I'm going in. I'm going to be shooting people point blank. I think, well, I think it's not that you're necessarily like going like, but I think it's like, as you all are going up, you're the one kind of being like, okay, if we go this way, if we do this, if we go over here, and then I can position myself somewhere to do what I need to do. That's an 11. Okay. So you make the trip. Uh, you need to pick one of these things. Uh, either you're exposed to danger as you travel. The route you took is lost. Uh, you can't take gear or other characters with you. Or it takes a lot longer than you expected. We're probably exposed... Yeah, we're probably exposed to danger as we're doing it. If they have a lot more people than we do, uh, that's probably what it would be. Okay. So wait, which you said it was which one that took longer? We're exposed to danger as oh, we travel. Okay. Um. Yeah. So I think as you all were moving along, you you get maybe like halfway there and you realize like, I mean, this the way that everything is like lit up. They they are they've got fires kind of burning all around the settlement to like keep everything illuminated. Uh, there's not going to be a good, easy way to like sneak up to all of this. So in order to get close to where you're going to be, you're going to end up having to walk through some area where someone is likely going to see. Um, and then just, uh, Maury, so your sniper rifle will give you, uh, and if you use fiercely assault, so when you use an appropriate weapon to hurt, capture, or drive off your enemies, you roll plus force. And I believe you can also... Weapons from your family stockpile have one to three tags. They act as permissions. They tell you what circumstances your weapon is effective. So your sniper rifle is sniper rifle is far ranged and silent. So that would be kind of it's not really you don't really stats for it, but you can just use it while you're fiercely assaulting. So knowing that it's we're we're not gonna find an easy way in. Mm -hmm. Um I probably would try to find us the easiest way in and probably shoot a couple people. So you're going you're to start by fiercely assaulting people? More I would ask the group of what they want to do. Uh, <laughs> Nyx would give a very kind of creepy just thumbs up. <laughs> Yeah, um, I think uh, Lunalata would would be essentially combing through their notebook for anything that might be helpful, um, which I think would be the character move Unearth Forgotten Lore, 
because Luna Lada is an archaeologist, right? Who's been trying to study the technology. Um, but I have to, um, or no, not Unearthed Forgotten Lore, sorry, information is power. Uh, okay. But I have to spend a data point, and I don't think I have any data points. So I think it is going to be an attempt to find additional um, information that is then fruitless. <laughs> um, I don't know if this can be helpful at all, but one thing that Nyx can do, if we're trying to like find a secure path or something, um, if we can like scout or see anything, um, one of the moves that my re uh, my remnant character can do, um, in its protein form, uh, I can roll a, a, a I can roll basically contort my body, and one of the cool things I can do is if I roll high enough, one of the things I can do is uh fly or travel to anywhere in sight or break or slip through an obstruction, and um maybe I could do one of those to like try to scout us a path that could then direct us without without needing to murder people just yet. I, I will leave that to other folks. Does that feel good to folks? Feels good to me if Nix is okay doing it. Okay. Yeah, Lu Lunalata's honestly just like, I failed, go do your thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, so let's see. Uh, in my protein form... Uh, I gain body mass when you contort your body into a new configuration. I roll plus steel on a hit. I keep control and hold two on a ten plus. I hold three. So uh, let's see. Let's see how this works out. In hopes that I don't fail and my body turns into a horrible mass. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that is six plus three plus one. So that is ten. Yeah. Excellent. So you get three of those four things. Okay, neat. Um, so oh, uh uh so Nix is gonna look at all of them, just give a thumbs up. Uh first there you're like I can't I can't stress enough just how uncomfortable it looks when Nix like like distorts their body for these things. It's very it's very unpleasant, it's very painful. So you just see them give a thumbs up and then their thumb like breaks back and then their whole hand turns into a blade and then their whole body kind of like just starts breaking down a little bit as if it, they don't have bones and then they just slither away <laughs> to get. Um, so yeah, I'm going to have, so the three things we're going to take is um, shift your limb into a wicked weapon, break or slip through an obstruction and grow plates to get plus two armor. <laughs> So they're ready. They're they're ready to be horrifying and also deal and receive some damage if need be. So you you do all of this. You contort your body. You turn into this like it sounds like you turned like basically like a snake. Yeah, yeah. Um, a protean snake. So, somehow all their bones shifted into humanoid into like much more condensed and everything. It's mm -hmm. it's it's truly terrifying. Um, yeah, and most people would be shocked, appalled, disgusted. Luna Lada is taking intensive oh. notes, drawing diagrams, <laughs> like trying to capture the movement of the thumb cracking back. Like, 
uh, I would expect nothing less uh, from Luna Lada. I don't know. I I doubt it. I doubt um, our new friend uh, Jay has ever seen this or not. So no idea if they're losing their mind or not. Oh yeah, the uh, the other three that are with you all kind of do like they turn and do the thing of like oh oh god, <laughs> they do it in like this like. They have a visceral reaction, but then they try and compose themselves like, no, 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 this is fine. We shouldn't be rude. <laughs> and we've already Breath. established that Moray is uh, like looks unfazed, but is like reacting wholly on the inside. Exactly. Like you've got a very cool, calm, collected face on the outside. In the in inside, it's just screams. In the inside, it never gets easier. It never gets easier. <laughs> so Nyx mm -hmm. what do you so you are able to slither up you are close to the to like where people are you see some guards walking around with guns you see um, it's very regimented it is very methodical everyone seems to have a purpose and a job um what are you looking for, trying to do while you're like amongst everything? Um, I think what I'm trying to do is I think while I see all this and trying to be, I guess, stealthy about it is I think I would like to cause some sort of distraction with inside this place to get their attention so everybody else can uh can make their way in and okay. then you can either cause more havoc or uh you know try to find more ways to like disrupt uh disrupt shit i'm gonna say i mean you got a weapon right you turned your what did you, what was your weapon uh i turned i turned my arm into like a blade okay so maybe the what you what you're doing then is uh Yeah. I mean, I, I could I even be. Like... Uh, I was just saying, I could even be the distraction. You know, I doubt these 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 guards or anything are expecting a horrific snake-like humanoid creature <laughs> to just suddenly appear and reconstruct themselves in front of them with like with with like a blade. Like that that is also a pretty good distraction, right there. And maybe I could frighten some of them. <laughs> Yeah, I think that would like I that that works for me. If and that's what we said, rolling fiercely, rolling the fiercely assault, mm -hmm. um, and kind of just attacking. I would say either attacking people or if you wanted to like attack, like s like destroy some of their resources, destroy some of their, you know, Ooh. things. Okay, I think this could be good because uh, under fiercely assault, if I can if I can roll that high, one of the character things is you inflict savage, terrifying harm, frightening and dismaying your foes. Yeah, so that could be great. So if I can get a good roll, uh, yeah, yeah. Let me let me see if I could do that because uh, I I have I do have a great scenario in my mind <laughs> if I can make this work. Amazing. Last time we did this, I beheaded someone. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Uh, so yeah, um, just need to, I need to get a seven or nine just to, so I can choose one. <laughs> um, 
Uh, that is exactly right in the middle. That is an eight. Amazing. So you get to choose one from your list, and I get to choose two from mine. If Great. I, I would like to point out that there is a move called call for aid if that is an unsatisfactory result. I don't know if it okay. is. But just okay. a no, reminder I, I for everyone that that That's is true. a thing you can do. Um I uh I, I didn't I didn't fail and I can get and I can get one. That is fine. Um so what I would like to do is inflict savage, terrifying harm, frightening and dismaying your foes. So in my mind, the scenario is you see some of these regimented uh uh groups of soldiers walk around and imagine there's like two or three of them, and then all of a sudden they hear what sounds like this giant slithering, and you see this terrible white-looking covered creature slither up behind one of the guards, and they hear the cracking and resetting of bone right behind them and as they turn around this horrible incomprehensible face with a blade just slices into the neck of one of the guards puncturing them and dropping them uh in front of everybody to as a hello <laughs> hi you're Jenna you're Jennifer Coolidge hi <laughs> The gays are um, after right. them. So you you do this, and I think the two things on my list that happen. So my options are something or some something or someone important is harmed. Mm. Others will come after you. You take harm as appropriate. The situation is destabilized and chaos will follow. Um, I'm gonna pick that others will come after you right. and that the situation is destabilized and chaos will follow. Well, that's okay because I wanted to cause a distraction and chaos. So uh so the rest of the group can come on in and uh mess shit up and that's okay because nyx is kind of built for for fighting uh and i also have i already have i already have plus two armor on me so uh they're ready they're ready to dance uh all right so the yeah i think like you pop up you slit someone's throat People like are losing, like it is immediate pandemonium. The place is going nuts. People are running. People are screaming. They're like, people have weapons. Everyone's ducking for cover because no one knows where you came from and no one knows what you are. Um, Because I'm assuming most people probably haven't seen you in your protean form like this. No, no. Most of the time, Nyx is like completely covered in a robe and you can't even really like see their face. So like... It's it's one of those things that their protean form is just kind of like your eyes don't really understand what they are seeing. They can make out shapes and know that it's humanoid, but it's like this thing that just where you think like your brain isn't truly making sense of what they see in front of them. Awesome. Um, the other two of you, uh, you are watching and suddenly you see your now snake friend jump up out of the grassy area, slit someone's throat. People are screaming and running in all directions. What are each of you doing? I mean, I, I guess Moray would be trying to take advantage of the, um, of everything and trying to get closer and get into the actual compound. Okay. So are you... Fiercely assaulting? Well, I guess you're just, you're running in. So I won't make yeah, you roll for running in, because you're just running in. Yeah. 
I'm, I'm running in. Um, if I see someone getting up close to Nyx to, um, and they don't look like they can handle it, I will fiercely assault with a sniper rifle. Okay. Uh, Lunalata, what are you doing? Yeah, Lunalata's also going in, but trying to focus on Nyx's um, plan of disrupting their stuff. So Lunalata's trying to, while uh, while the two of them focus on, uh, while Mora and, and Nyx focus on fighting, Lunalata's trying to get in and disrupt their uh, supplies, technology, etc. Um, why don't each, um, see, yeah, uh, Moray and Lunalata, do you want to each give me a, uh, it sounds like both of you, and you're both kind of doing the same thing. You're both disrupting-ish. I mean, I, I, you could say that I'm, uh, fiercely assaulting because I am trying to drive off enemies, I think is the, true, the idea. Um, so yeah, I'm trying to take pop shots and, and, and do more scaring than actual harm if possible. Okay. And then Luna Lotta, which move are you are you going for? I've been trying to figure that out, mostly because Luna Lotta cannot fiercely assault worth a damn. So I'm trying to figure out if there's some other thing that I can do, but I may just have to say I'm fiercely assaulting and it's going to go poorly. Yeah, I mean, and if you fiercely assault, you can scab it, you can try and find a device, and then you can use the device as an unleashed power move. Yeah, and that's more reasonable. <laughs> I think other people can also, like, if Moray's about to do a fiercely assault, then could scavenge for a device if they got a good enough score, toss it to you for you to then use and do a thing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so why don't we both fiercely assault? Even Can I roll might... first to see if, if yeah, that Yeah, yeah, does. go first. And remind me, I still have um, advantage, right? From... And advantage is uh, I roll three and take the best out of three. Yeah, best best of the two. And I think this is the it'll it'll go away after this. Yeah, that's fine. Hey, I got a thirteen. I got twelve on the die. <laughs> Amazing. So you get to pick two things off the list. Uh, I I will um, scavenge a device. And I will inflict savage, terrifying harm, frightening and dismaying my foes. But I'm going to do the attacks on supplies of things. So if there looks to be barrels of food or things like that, like I'm just, I'm like shooting them, um, trying to make them unusable more than anything. Okay. So, so you got a device. I think you're able to like toss it over to Luna Lada if that's what you were trying to do. I am, yes. Okay, cool. And I will give some clues as to what the device will do in a second. Um, and yeah, so you're able to kind of destroy a small pocket of, of resources and supplies. I think as you're, as you're focused on doing that, though, and everyone is running around because you weren't looking for other people, uh, I think you're going to take harm as appropriate. And I'm going to say that someone someone got a shot on you. 
Uh, okay, so you'll take, I think you'll, uh, characters have five harm boxes, minor boxes with fictional consequences, and major boxes that can also penalize a stat. When you take harm, you subtract your armor from it and mark off that many slots, with each slot enforcing its own consequence until it's healed. So I think you said on your hunter sheet, you got a couple. Okay, so on the defensive, out of ammo, blood-soaked, enraged, dead. Uh... So for you, I'm going to say that this harm is. Are you wearing armor? Do you have any armor? No. Okay. I'm going to say you just take a point of harm. And then you can check off whichever thing you want to check off. On the defensive. Yeah, that feels right. All right, so. Uh, Moray throws something to Lunalata and you now have a device and this looks like a it looks like a device that can make very loud sounds like it looks like it has the possibility of being very very loud and disruptive Okay, so Lunalata's inspecting this device, figures out that it probably is going to make some sort of loud noise, um, and says essentially to themselves, this might be what we need to get away if things go bad. And then if you take it, if you take the device with you back to your family when this is done, if you don't use it or if you still have it after this is over, then you gain a uh, plus one to your tech. So some of this is where you're doing some like resource management kinds of stuff. Especially in like fiercely assaulting, which I love that somehow you going in using your gun, you can get a point of data. I would like to shoot everyone. I have learned information. People bleed. They run left to right. Uh, honestly, it just seems like the idea that Luna Lot is just, you know, doing what they would do anyway, which is conducting an experiment to get find information. I cause this thing. Ah, I see. It causes terrible pain. That's a good note to know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Nix, what are you doing now that you are in the middle of chaos? And people are running around. You just watched. You, uh, you probably saw that. Moray just took a shot in the arm. Mm -hmm. Um, I would actually like to. Uh, I would actually, I would actually like to uh, try to attack the one who attacked Moray because, well, I want to attack. I still want. I kind of want to try to make sure that Nyx is kind of like the main focus, the main target, so Moray and Lunalata can um, still, uh, you know, try to go for supplies, try to, uh, you know, disrupt things around here. Okay. So I am, yeah, I'm going to do a, I'm going to do another fierce assault. Let's do that. So let's see, let's see how that works for me. Uh, that is a 10. All Excellent. right. So you get two, I get to choose one. 
Okay. Um, da, da, da. Uh, I think, uh, I think what I'll actually like to do is like one try, like while trying to cause attention, I would like to, uh, look around so I can secure the avenue of escape is clear. So when we are, when, when we are ready to book, uh, book it out of here, uh, I, I can kind of like direct and show like, this is where you go. Okay. Uh, so you got Avenue and you get, you get a second one. Oh, I do. Ooh. Look at that. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, okay. Um, I think while I'm doing that, uh, I would, uh, I think I'll also take, you find out some new info and get one data. Um, so find out some info about possibly the, the tyrant Kings themselves, maybe just like through, throughout all, throughout all the fun chaos and carnage. I see something interesting. Yeah, I'm I think you so I the way I see this playing out is you in your snake protean form mauling through people, knocking people over. You've like cleared an entire path out. So like anybody that needs to run out can run out. Uh especially specifically yourself, should you find yeah. yourself in a space of like, I gotta go. Yep. Um and from there, you're looking around. And the data point that I will give you or the and mark down that you have a point of data because mm -hmm. you can use that later. Uh, like Luna, a lot of us trying to use a point of data for information as power. So you can use a point of data to get advantage on a role. Cool. Moving forward. Cool. So you see what you see is actually like the layout of the settlement. You're kind of up on the edge of it and you haven't really seen like all the way in and you see the map. So you kind of know the direction like, OK, this is, you know, we came up on the kind of compound area where everyone has been storing resources, weapons, the soldiers are. We can see where the like residential area is where people are kind of just like live their their general dwellings. And then you can see the central town square ish area in this little and it's a settlement, so it's small. I'm using these terms very loosely. But like the central area where folks would gather, where different things are. And you're kind of able to get a better lay of the land. Cool. Okay. So have, have a much better understanding of the idea of where residents would be, where theoretically, um, you know, leaders might be, all that, all that fun stuff. So... As you all are kind of doing this, you you see a pretty decent sized like truck that looks like it's ready for battle comes driving toward you all and you see a woman standing kind of on a almost like a small ledge on the in like the bed of the truck so she can stand up higher. Um, in like a small, almost like a little turret looking space. And she's riding in and she sees all of you and, and shouts out, you will all stop this immediately. Otherwise we will be forced to retaliate further. And we are not here for bloodshed tonight. 
Well, that's rich. She says, identify yourselves. So you're not here for bloodshed tonight, but you were yesterday. So nobody, as I said, nobody in any of the settlements was killed. Just a bunch of your resources were busted up and things were destroyed. But she looks at you and she says, there is there is no blood on any of our hands. But they know of? I could be bluffing them? Maybe. Are you? Figure out if I can defuse, or, uh, deceive that way. Uh, that would be diffuse. I would say fast talking or misdirection. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna try that. And if that doesn't work, you've got that sniper rifle. <laughs> if that doesn't work, I have my friend here. <laughs> um, I did get a eight. Okay, so you bought some time, but you have to choose one. There's a cost of securing safety. The danger will soon return. Or the danger still present, but threatening someone or something else. Probably the danger will return soon. Okay. I was trying to get her on her back foot and uh, buy us a little more time. So what do you, what do you specifically say to like try and buy yourself some more time? So you all are free to attack us with no repercussions. Yeah, and we're supposed to accept that? That does not sound like what the tyrant kings are. How is, she looks at you and she says, we were, we were showing you that everyone here is weak. And everyone here needs, needs someone to be in charge and keep all of us safe. We were just welcoming in people off of a boat that came up out of the ocean as if there was nothing wrong with that. We don't have the resources. We don't have the power to, to fight anyone off. We, we walked through settlements like it was nothing. If anyone ever came here and tried to attack, we would all crumble because we're disparate little pockets of people that can't seem to come together. And sometimes lessons have to be hard. And now three people have done six. Six people have done the same things to you. You are not better than anyone else here. You're opportunistic. She she surveys the area and she points to the guard whose throat is slit and is bleeding out on the ground and says, it seems like you all have gone further than we went. You seem to be escalating. Sometimes lessons are hard. If Nick had fingers to snap, they would. <laughs> uh, Luna Lada, what are you doing while this is all happening? So Luna Lotta is basically sitting in the back, listening to all of this with this device, just ready to blow it up. 
if things keep going like negatively i guess like we were causing chaos it was great now we're not ca causing chaos and lunalata is ready to reignite the chaos if needed <laughs> all right and nix what are you doing um honestly while this is all going on about there um i think nix would want to like Quickly just scan around this barracks if there is any other pieces like that. If there's anything else around this compound that looks like it is, uh, could be potentially important resources, whether it is like, you know, weaponry, food, something like that, that, you know, Nyx just wants to like, you know, just, just, just cause a little bit more, a little bit more damage. Just a small fire, just a small fire. I'm gonna if for this if you want to give me the best role for this because you're just looking around right mm -hmm, mm -hmm. give me lore it doesn't fit a hundred percent but it makes more sense than the others unless you can justify how you're using force sway or steel <laughs> um I mean, could, uh, I mean, maybe it's one of the things, uh, maybe one of the things that I could do that we could see that could potentially be a resources, um, unearth forgotten lore, like a landmark or something like that. Uh, yeah, it's loose, but I'll, yeah, go okay. for it. Okay, cool. And that is an 11. All right. So you get one point of data. <gasps> yes. And okay. you can ask me three of the questions. Okay. Which okay. I feel like is just the last three questions. Because the first question is, is that a wonder or a horror? Right. <laughs> which doesn't really fit. Yeah. Um. So I think... I think, yeah, uh, I think it's something like if like scanning and like maybe maybe I see a landmark or something that is important to the tyrant kings. Um, so, yeah, I think I could see it's like, OK, uh, whether it's like machinery or something like that. It's like, what danger is it hiding? Is it draw like is it drawing power or where is it drawing from? And finally, how can I turn this to our advantage to be like, aha, jokes on Yeah, you. I'll say that you're looking like at the truck itself. Mm -hmm. And I think what you can say is uh, like kind of I think we're looking at the truck and her on the truck and like where. Like the truck seems to be like the source of power metaphorically for everyone here, right? Mm -hmm. Like she wrote up everyone suddenly seems a little bit more sure of themselves. Everyone seems a little bit more together. Everyone seems like you're getting that the customs right now are that this settlement really respects this person and that this must be the, the leader of the tyrant Kings. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, the dangers that it is hiding are small guns all over it. Just cover, just cover it. When you, when you met, when you describe this truck, it feels like, Oh, it's something out of Mad Max. Got yeah. It. Yeah. That was the vibe I was going for. It's, it's a Mad Max truck. 
Uh, how can you turn it to your advantage? Well, if you remember ever so uh, a few minutes ago, when you sabotaged transportation. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, you're right. Because that's that that's that's what we did. We sabotaged the transportation. And so you know that you you're looking and you can see that the wheels on this truck are about to fall off. Teehee, teehee. Okay. Um, do, does it look like okay? They're just gonna they're just gonna fall like they they will fall off, or do they need like a little bit of a a nudge and encouragement? Like, can I give can I give like a a knowing look to like to to Moray to be like shoot shoot the tire. You are pretty certain that if you all turned and like, if this thing got like punched it to come after you, that these tires are going to fall. Okay, great. Because you all basically will we'll use uh like you took all the like the the was it the lug nuts like off. Mm-hmm. So like if this thing starts moving, the tires are literally just going to are just going to slide right off. Perfect. It's been moving very slowly toward all of you, and you can see them kind of wobbling a little bit. She doesn't seem to notice. So you know what? Yeah, it seems like okay. We've we've caused a little bit of a ruckus. We've you know we've we've shown that we've got uh, you know we've bared our teeth. We've got some skin in the game. Uh, maybe maybe this might be a good time for somebody to use a cool device. And uh, then we can uh, happily make our exit that I have discovered uh, <laughs> and see what happens if they try to chase after us with their big, powerful truck. <laughs> Lunalata, would you like to use your big, powerful device? <laughs> do, do we need to use my big, powerful device? Seems like we have a plan. Yeah, but it would cause a really good distraction. Oh, okay. Yeah, if there's like a a, a cue, if I'm getting a like, hey, do the thing, then <laughs> uh, yeah, Little Lot is gonna unleash the force, unleash I think, the power. I, I think when Nyx puts two two together, uh, is gonna like, well, 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 in in their weird, terrible snake form, uh, is gonna like turn to Luna Lotta and just like give 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 them a wink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Lunalata's gonna like essentially kind of like go off to the side or behind and like plant the device down and hopefully create a big thing of chaos. Yeah, so give me that give me that lore roll. Let's do it. Um, so that is a seven plus two, so nine. All right, so you can pick two things from the list. The device works exactly as you want. The device can be used again. You don't rouse other devices in your environment, and you avoid the side the device's side effects. Oh, good. I'm going to say device does exactly what we wanted, and we avoid the side effects. <laughs> Okay. So I'll still I'll say that you can take the device back with you to uh to your family. Like it still is a device. It doesn't it's not gonna function properly anymore, but you can still dismantle it for parts. 
Thanks. What you what you ended up realizing you have is effectively a very compact but very 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 loud boombox. Fun. And so you hit the button, and this thing just starts blasting, just high pitched, horrendous sound everywhere. I I know it's not what's actually happening in the world, but in my own personal headcanon, it is the opening um, horn section from uh, uh, Carly Rae Jepsen's Run Away With Me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I also uh, hear Lizzo's, uh, the intro to Jerome. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> <laughs> so this starts happening, but it also sets off a bunch of other device of the same devices. Ooh. So it's real loud. Uh, and as it's like blasting, it is turned up. It was turned up to full volume when you hit the button. <laughs> Oops. And of so what ends was. up happening after 30 seconds is the, the like speaker blows out of it just a little bit and it like fries. But all of this gives... And I'll say that, like, you avoid the device's side effects. And I think you, like, were able to signal to your people, like, ears, earmuffs, kids. <laughs> and everyone covered their, you know, the three of you all covered your ears. This all oh, happens. Nyx removes their ears completely. Just <laughs> Nyx just doesn't have ears anymore. They're, they're gone. <laughs> Question for Luna Lada. Does she use tentacles to just plug her ear holes? <laughs> yeah, well, I think much... Uh, much like Nyx, um, the the there are like external auditory sensing devices on the mechanical aquatic suit that Lunalata uses, so Lunalata can just turn them off. So I plug my ears. Yeah, Moray plugs their ears, <laughs> and and I think Moray. Nyx and Lunalata, like all the sound just like, it keeps getting louder and louder and louder. And like all of the tents and everything that are set up around here are shaking violently. People are like covering their ears at like, but like they they missed it. They missed that split second. And so they're just like screaming, trying to get their ears covered from all of the sound. And I'm, I'm assuming you all start running. Yeah. A hundred percent. Peace yeah. out. As as you get a little bit a little bit outside of the the area, you hear this woman screaming, "Follow them!" And you hear the the trunk the truck punch, and then you hear a crash, <laughs> and then you hear an explosion. Oh, oops! And you look behind you, and it's not like it's not like the whole settlement went up, but like you see the spot where the truck hit something mm -hmm. and there is a pill, a little pillar pillar of smoke going up. You hear more people screaming and the chaos is ensuing, but nobody is following you all at the moment. Perfect. All right. Good, good job team. Uh, don't know if we, how much, we, how much we disrupted their resources, but we for sure gave a lot of them tinnitus and that is going to be a long parting gift. Ma, ma. <laughs> so you all get back to kind of the 
the main area, like back towards the settlements and uh, and everything. And your respective families are all kind of waiting for you. All of them, all all three of them. Lunalata, your whole crew is standing there staring at like as you all come back. Uh, I think the the lawgivers are kind of like standing there looking at looking at Mori being like, did you kick some ass? Did you do it? Yeah. Yeah. I think Nick's your your uh, your family is the couple of folks that are there. I think it's it's. They're standing with like arms crossed, giving you the face of like, we're not mad. We're just really disappointed. It Nix is very familiar with that with that face. Um, you know, it's just a constant conversation of where they do not approve of what Nix does, but they also have to honor and respect that that is Nix's personal journey. And Luna Lada, when you walk up, it is arms are crossed. All if there are multiple arms, multiple arms are crossed. I'm not sure what the <laughs> all tentacles all, are crossed. All tentacles together. are crossed over all, each other. All the tentacles. There are, Furrowed brows, even though there's probably not eyebrows, but like, have they have they sharpened them on? Like, it's just <laughs> they're digital brows, y'all. Yeah, <laughs> and they are very pointed. <laughs> and they 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 see you, and they just they look at you and say, "This is not what we discussed." And Lunalata sort of just looks down at their notebook and then looks up and says this. We cannot just hide among ourselves and see a future. And that's it. <laughs> uh... Are you in are you in any way hoping that they like to are you trying to find some common ground? Yeah, I would say that Little Lotta is trying to like, while it's not like a full-on like persuasion kind of thing, yeah. it is a like, hey, this like maybe you might see my side a little bit here. <laughs> yeah. So give me a plus sway. I... That is an 11. Okay. So they will do it if, and you can choose one of these, um, a third party vouches. Uh, they uh, they can change specific parts of the task. So basically they could like kind of say like, we're with you, but like only if we do it this way. Uh, they can back out as soon as it costs them anything. So it's a tentative, okay, we'll give, like, we'll do it, but, like, the minute someone gets injured, we're out. Uh, you reduce the threat you pose to them. So basically, I think you kind of, I don't see it as much of a threat so much as, like, you kind of just make them understand your perspective. Uh, you give them something now that's that's worth it. Perhaps your device. Uh, you reveal your full agenda. And then the last one wouldn't really, they wouldn't get a treaty over you because they're your own family. Yeah. Yeah, I think in, like, in this case, um, Lunalata's really gonna look 
to Moray to see if Moray might like kind of speak up on behalf of the other communities and be like, yeah, we need y'all. Moray would. Moray likes Lunalata. Um, Find them quirky in the best way possible, but also <laughs> understands that uh, they need the defenses that they have. And so kind of steps forward and, and provides the appropriate level of like honor, even though they do not like Moray. Um, and says the tyrant kings attack because they see us as easy to pick off one by one. And you all might have been fine on your own this time, but they have more than we knew. I think the only way through is for us, all of us, to break down the walls between us and support one another, play to our strengths, and teach one another. And she'll look at the lawgivers who have no idea this is coming. We would be open to a new agreement that where we are no longer separate, but we have specific roles and we are a full-fledged community. And immediately behind you, you hear all of the lawgivers being like, rabble, 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 rabble. This was not, this was not agreed upon. Not the um, rabble. The rabble, 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 rabble. I, I think actually hearing that, honestly, um, the, the, the like elders of the cultivators would actually be like, yes, come together, community. Working, working is one, so we can all become one. And Luna Lotta kind of looks over at them and is just like, you're not helping. <laughs> like, like, doesn't say that, but like, that's the look. Like, bless your heart, but the, that's not going to do anything. <laughs> um. All right. So I think at this point, the, you know, I think the... Lunaladas, the um I forget everybody's like specific family names, the Mechalena kind of hear uh hear what Moria was saying, and you see a lot of like affirming nods and a number of folks kind of just being like, Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is this makes sense. Um, and so that feels like a good spot to kind of pin. And say, now y'all are going to try and have to figure out what does a community look like? What does that mean? And what are you going to do with the big boat of people that now have nowhere to really go and need resources that you may not actually be able to provide? So what you're saying is sometimes a family can be a group of mobsters, hippies, and mechanical cephalopods. <laughs> yes. I think you just it, described my family. <laughs> it do take a village. 
All right. So that was this week's episode or this month's episode of Legacy Life Among the Ruins. Uh, let's go around as we close out and uh, we'll do, it'll be DJ, Connor, and Dakota. Uh, if you'd like to be found on the internet, where can people find you? Yeah, uh, please feel free to find me on Twitter at DJ underscore KQ. Uh, I mostly talk about DEIB work, which is my technical day job. Uh, anything nerdy that I'm involved with or paying attention to and uh, I'm sarcastic. So if you like that, all of those are there. Um, you can find me uh, on the most two corners of the internet I'm on is uh, the bird site formerly known as Twitter. Uh, you can find me at Spaceman Spiff, which is space underscore man underscore Spiff. And you can find me on Instagram uh, as Spiff's Photos, all one word, as long as you like looking at photos of cute dogs, drag queens, and my attempt of trying to be better at portrait photography. And you can find me on all the major socials at Vision in Lilac. Um, and I also stream sporadically on Twitch, also at Vision in Lilac. So uh, follow me there if you want to catch one of the random times I'm going live between the uh, extensive hours of my day job. Uh, and as always, you can find The Queer Experience at The Queer XP on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Blue Sky. Um, the upcoming episodes after this, the next the next three, I'll do three. Uh, next three actual plays we have in a row are going to be the next one on Monday will be uh, Mishtum's Fluffy Adventures. So this is a little love letter to 90s cartoons uh, where everyone is a hamster. So and they all have a lot of feelings as hamsters do. Uh, the following week, we're going in a very other direction and we are playing God Killer by Connie Chang. Uh, this has actually already been recorded. It is a phenomenal two-player tabletop RPG where I am the GM playing the God and our guest, Sam, who you remember from Delta Green, if you listen to that episode, will be playing as our God Killer. Uh, it is a very wild system and I highly, highly, highly encourage people to check that out. And then to close out our three preview games, we have I Want Your Bite, which is The Bachelor with a Vampire. Uh, just in time for Valentine's Day because what says romance and love but a spin on reality television and a vampire that just wants to drink your blood. So that's what we have on the docket. I have a lot more stuff planned out um, I think we're basically planned out through April-ish. Uh, <laughs> the look that DJ just gave me of like, good God. Um, but thank you everyone for joining. Thank you for listening. Looking forward to having you join us back for other episodes. And until next time, we will see you all later. Bye.